welcome, welcome, welcome to Gab and Jam, episode 321. The um, topic this time is best musicals of all time. All right, as you know, we're always looking for inspiration. So watching musicals is one of those things that gives us, um, sends our muse into overdrive so that we can create more original music. And today... We have our daughter, an uh, actor and musical theater expert, Xander Lee Henderson, to join us to talk about um, musicals because she is, again, the person that probably knows the most um, in our sphere um, related to the musicals. So I have my little old musicals. And the first thing I was thinking about, you were saying what? It's not exactly necessarily best. They're my favorite. Okay. Musicals. Okay. Favorite. Favorite musicals. And yeah. I'm probably the same. I guess best as in, like you say, what we actually like. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm going to start with my list, which is super short. Um, And uh, I'm thinking about the first part is going to be movie musicals. And then I'll tell you my couple, my few stage musicals. And what we mean between um, the movie musical is that there have been movies made that are based on adaptations, right? Yeah. There have been movie adaptations of musicals and then just like movie musicals. Right. Where musicals made to be the movie. Yeah. Oh, I should have put that one on there, but I'll get to that in a minute because now you made me think of something else. Okay. Which I don't even know if it's classified as it, but we'll figure that out in a minute. Okay. okay. So I'm just going to run down mine. If you guys want individual notes on all of these, they are in the blog post that accompanies the episode. As you guys know, the link is going to be in the description below. But of course, mine, uh, the top of mine is Little Shop of Horrors, the 1986 Rick Moranis version. And I like it for its weirdness. That's more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Followed by Old Brother, Where Art Thou? That is one of our all-time favorites. The music is so weird and ethereal, and George Clooney is just amazing in his comedic uh, performance for that. And the stories, I think it's, I forgot, it's based on... Is it Odysseus? Is it the Odyssey? Yes, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's based on classic text. Uh-huh. Of course, number three for me is The Wiz, because Michael Jackson's performance, that was his first, I think the, um, I think it was his first theatrical Probably. Movie performance. And, of course, he did amazingly. Um, number four for me is Sound of Music. Um, it's mostly the music and not necessarily the story, but mm. the story, you know, it, it, it it's a cool story. Um, number five for me is La La Land. And it's just one of those things that has fantasy, enough fantasy and reality, and is grounded in some good jazz. Mm. And it asks some of those questions about, what is jazz and how is it authentic and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and why we like it. Uh, number six for me for movie musicals is fame. And again, this, I'm going to add, I hadn't added it on here, but you made me think about it. Okay. Is Purple Rain. And I know me and your daddy always argue about say, whether it or not, uh, it, well, it tells part it of the story. Musical? Okay. It tells part of the story in some of the songs. Okay. Even though it doesn't, take the dialogue it doesn't start dialoguing with a song uh -huh. but it adds to the the plot of the of this i know this would be one that okay. we would be debating okay. about and number seven of course i stole from you which is hades town for movie musicals that's um, a stage musical 
Is that a movie musical? No. That's only on stage. It's a, a jukebox. It's an album. Oh, A see? concept album. This is and then, you. This is Yeah, and then it's a stage show. Okay. There's no movie version of it. There's no... Okay, so skip that one down <laughs> to my next list, which yeah. are stage musicals. So we're going to put Hades Town as number one mm-hmm. since now. Now we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two for me is going to be Waitress. And I just love the songs and it's so heartwarming. And I cry several times during that one. Um, my next one, is this correct? I say Willy Wonka, the stage version. Which stage version? The one that I did yeah, in high school? Yeah, the one that she did in high okay, school. Okay, so that's not like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's, I think it's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and it's like a specific, it's on MTI okay. uh, shows. Because there's a, a version on Broadway, Okay, and it's different. Okay. It's a different musical completely than the one that I did in high school. Okay, well, I like that one. You yeah. guys did such a good job. Which- yeah. Probably explains why I have the next one on the list, which is Into the Woods. That's my last one, but that is the stage musical that you guys did yeah. in high school. Their high school, Belleville High School, um, was the bomb when it came to um, musicals and the sets and, and yeah, yeah, performances and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah so. yeah, so that was a treat for me. However, I know you have a more erudite academic list and we love that that's why we got you on okay all right so talk to us your first one uh favorite musicals for you and this is this is this this is movie no this This is is stage yeah well Well, i can just mix them together i have both okay all right so both kind your first one Uh, is deaf west spring awakening yeah deaf west spring awakening i like it a lot because it made theater more accessible okay and then it also incorporated the signs into the story okay what do you mean made theater more accessible because it cast deaf actors as well as an actor that was in a wheelchair okay in a role which is not something that i believe had happened before but i could be wrong um but definitely those deaf actors were like the lead roles okay were played by mainly deaf people and a couple hearing people the lead of the show he was an ASL interpreter. Okay. Before he he had never been an actor before. He was just an interpreter. Oh. And they cast him and he was able to it was really, really good. And um they incorporated like the people who were deaf had no voice in the context of the show. Oh. So it was like a layered meaning as well. Yeah. Which is really good. I also just like Spring Awakening as a show. Very, but the Deaf West version is better. Very meta, right? The yeah. no voice within the Yeah, it's like yeah. a way another way to tell that story. story. Oh, I like that. And yeah. I actually I mean I haven't seen the whole thing but I, I don't think I have. but I enjoyed the parts that I saw. Yeah, so like yeah. their Tony performance and stuff. It's really yeah. good. All right, uh number two for you is Alice by Heart. Yeah, that's made by the same people that made Spring Awakening. Okay. Um, and it's the a retelling of Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. That's what I was thinking. But right. it's during World War Two, which is weird. Yeah. yeah, and they do a lot of cool stuff with the because it's like a girl in a bunker, and her friend is the White Rabbit, and he has tuberculosis. Oh, so geez. his his time is running out. Aww. I don't have time. I don't have time. And then she like sees like the orderly that's taking care of them. It's like the evil queen. Okay. And the um. Uh, what's it called? The Jabberwocky yeah. is like a bunch of like gear that's like put together to make this big monster thing. Like the staging is really cool. Wow, and I know the costumes. Yeah, the costumes yeah. are really cool too. And the music is great. Aww. Yeah. All right, so number three, Sunday in the Park with George. Sunday in the Park with George. Um, I have a lot of Sondheim on here. Um, it's really good. One of the first things that we learned in school okay. about Sondheim was that 
instead of the music informing what the actors do. Okay. The actors inform, like, their the character's thoughts inform the music. Oh. So, like, his music is really difficult because oftentimes you're ahead of the beat with oh. your singing or whatever it is that you're doing. Okay, so it's technically very artistic and very yeah. complicated. Okay. Yeah, it's very okay. complicated for that reason, but this is one where he does that a lot. And also, um, Sondheim doesn't do a lot of, like, flowery um, metaphors and stuff. Okay. The characters okay. usually say exactly what they're thinking. Okay. And, and that one, that version that I keep seeing you play is Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. and Bernadette Peters. Peters. Okay. It's It's on YouTube. You can watch the whole pro yeah. shot. Um, and it's really good. And George and Dot, who they're playing, okay. they're unrequited lovers, and it's their thoughts and their passion that draw them to each other, okay. but also what breaks them apart. Aww. So the fact that that informs the music so much yeah. is really effective. I love storytelling. It. All right, and Into the Woods is your number four. Yeah, it's very similar to Sunday. It's got super great music. Yeah. Uh, the second half is awesome because everything yeah. goes terribly, um, which is much better. In the movie, they kind of wrap things up a little bit more. Yeah. In the musical, it like really deteriorates and devolves, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, and then doing it in high school yeah. was like a really big thing. Yeah. So it has to be on my list. Your set designer was the bomb. Yeah. I'm just saying. She was great. This, their set designer was like, I'm going to say Broadway level because I've seen productions at the Fox Theater that mm-hmm. have not had as complicated a set as they had at Belleville High School. So. Making entire buildings out of cardboard Board and stuff. styrofoam. Yeah. And it looked like the bricks. Yeah. And, and, and things were interchangeable and moved. And, yeah, rotating. Yeah, yeah and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. She's great. All right, so number five for you is La La Land. Yeah. And what were your reasons? Yeah, I think that it's probably controversial to say, I think La La Land was the last good movie musical we ever got. Like, original movie musical. Jingle Jangle's really good, too. That's that's up there. But La La Land is, like, a movie musical, and I think it's because it is inspired by all of those old Hollywood musicals Mm. um, that it's so effective. Uh, But I think I was talking to uh, Lavelle about this, about my... I was talking to my friend about this, (laughs) and I'll try to be quick. Um, We were talking about how, like, I think things are too big now. Every movie musical, they pump so much money into yeah. them, And they make the spectacle the thing, regardless yeah. of what the story is. Yeah. I think La La Land was super simple okay. in its scope and its scale. It okay. told a very simple story. And it had some fantastical moments. Yeah, I like but that. it was very intimate and simple. And the fact that they had Ryan and Emma yeah. singing on set. Yeah. Some people hated it because they didn't think they could sing. But I like that a lot. It's another yeah. Sondheim thing. Uh, is his music is not always made for like singers. Okay. Because what they're saying is more important than right. how they're singing yeah. it. Um, and I think La La Land does that really, really well. Yeah. And I didn't I like think I was going to like it. And I did. That was 2016. Yeah. Again, the list will be in the blog post that accompanies this. So just, you know, if you want to know more details, just check the blog post. All right. Number six for you is Singing in the Rain. Yeah. That's La La Land was very inspired by Singing in the Rain, but I saw La La Land years before I saw Singing in the Rain. Yeah, uh, and then watching Singing in the Rain, I was like, "Oh, that's why I like La La Land so yeah. much." It was one of the first older movie musicals I ever watched. Yeah, isn't it? So, is it black and white? No, oh. it's a color. Okay, uh, but the the dancing mm-hmm. is something that they don't really do anymore. Yeah, in the same like they'll have just like a stat- static shot. 
and dancing happening yeah. instead of the camera kind Following. of moving yes, and all of this stuff. That's what Michael Jackson loves singing in the rain. Yeah, because yeah. you could just watch. And that's true of all movies with Gene Kelly in them. Oh. I've learned because he was like, I mean, he was like a tyrant on set. Um, you were going to get the moves right and they were going to do the takes a billion times till you did it correctly. But it, it, the movies it, are phenomenal. Wasn't he the first one to do the dancing on the ceiling thing? Was that him? That's a good question. I actually don't know. Okay, well maybe you guys can tell us because I thought I remembered the whole camera, the whole room or whatever uh-huh. moving to, and I thought that was something that was pioneered during that time. Maybe. It's possible. Okay. I right. have no idea. Look that I guess up. that's, again, these questions we don't think about, I don't think about them sometimes when it's time to prepare, but as we are discussing that, yeah. that reminded me of that. Okay. Number seven for you is Hades Town. Why yeah. did you choose Hades Town? Um, I love the music. I like the off-Broadway Mm-hmm. Uh, soundtrack a little more than the Broadway soundtrack. Okay. Because uh, I like Damon Dunno's voice a little bit more. Oh. But I like some of the new songs in the Broadway soundtrack. Okay. And we saw it live. Yes, we did. Which mm-hmm. was really good. The production design was really cool. Yeah. And what they were able to do with that simple of a set. And then Eurydice is one of my favorite ones. Uh, She's like that? a dream role for me. Oh, Eurydice, but... Who was the guy that? Who was the guy that sang so high and so pretty? That's Orpheus. That's Orpheus. The lead. That's yeah. Dan okay. Yeah. He played him. Oh my goodness, his voice was so beautiful. It and is. of course, um, you know, Bruce and I love it because Anais Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I think she even pronounced it Anais Mitchell. I'm up here butchering her name. Um, that she wrote the original um album yeah. and that was turned into the play. So we, I mean, I love all different versions of it mm-hmm. so music yeah. is really good yeah all right number eight for you is newsies yeah um initially it didn't make the list but uh seeing it freshman year of high school yeah. we saw it live and it was so good i was like blown away and i always wanted to do theater mm-hmm. but i think newsies was like something that really pushed me to okay. be like this is what i'm doing freshman year of high school oh yeah so i could start going and down that dancing. road that's oh, it was the dancing it was seeing so many talented people all the dancing the staging was cool too they only had like this scaffolding set piece that they could kind of move and the staging kept everything very entertaining and interesting and the dancing was Yeah, they had like acrobatics as a part of the dance. Like it was... Those boys were like flying. I was about to say, you couldn't be a person that phoned in the dancing. Oh, I can kind of... You had to really do some dancing. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I like about it. It tires me out just watching it. All right, number nine for you is Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. What's that about? Um, um, it's an uh, adaptation of like the first half of War and Peace, I believe. Oh. Uh, and it is an opera slash operetta. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like sung through pretty much. Okay, the whole thing. Okay. And I normally don't like those shows, but the music in this is like weird and interesting. Yeah. Uh, in a way that makes it, you know, fascinating to listen to. It's funny. Yeah. Which you don't always expect. The costumes are cool, the set is cool. Okay. It's it's, so it's really kind of steampunk, right? Kind of looking. Yeah, it does look like that. And then, like, they usually would like go into the audience sometimes because okay. set up like a bunch of tables and people sitting at the tables, and they'd like interact with with them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was a really cool show. 
Um, Interactive. We like that. All right, number 10 for you is Rocky Horror Picture Show, 1975. This is why I said I don't know if it's the greatest of all time. I think it's just my favorite. Because I don't think Rocky Horror is like a great movie. It's not like the best movie I've ever seen, and I wouldn't say that at all. But But I really like it. Um, the music is great. Mm-hmm. Sweet Transvestite is a great number. Okay. And then I got the opportunity to do it live. Yeah. Um, for the late night shows, and those were really, really fun. Yeah. So I had to put it on the list. Oh, I love it. Um, and then we're going to put a list of honorable mentions, but you know what? If you want to see those, you need to access the blog post. The link is below. Thank you for uh, coming on the show and helping us out for uh, a little bit of time here. And where can people find out more about you? Um, I have a blog. Okay. And it's zandaleeindigo.com. Okay. Uh, and you can follow me there and all my links, social media are on that blog. Okay, good. I will put that link below. This Obtainium Flow album is out. Um, so your favorite streaming services, you can find it. The newest video is coming out soon, Daylight. And so look out for that. If you're subscribed to YouTube, you're going to be one of the first to see it. And now, if you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. (laughs) We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken chicken green.